Welcome to the Fit Pro Business Podcast, where you'll receive sales, marketing, and business building tips from industry leaders that will help you take your business to the next level. Head over to fitprobusiness.com to receive your free three-part video series on how to attract more qualified leads, schedule more consultations, and close more sales. Now, here's your host, the -the in-the-trenches fitness business owner, Andy Salazar. Pro Podcast listeners, I want to welcome you all to the show. Thank you for joining us. Today, I have the great privilege of interviewing Allison Maslin. She is a, the CEO of Allison Maslin International, a global business mentoring company, and she has started 10 successful businesses, and she is an absolute rock star, and she's going to teach all of us fitness business owners how we can scale our businesses and what the steps are for us to take. Welcome to the show, Allison. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Hey, I had the opportunity of hearing you speak at a Vince Reed conference um, about a month ago, a little over a month ago. You absolutely killed it on stage. I loved all the value and content you dropped on the audience. But um, one of the things that really moved me about you and touched me as far as your story was how you got started as a businesswoman, an entrepreneur. Um, would you mind telling us a little bit of backstory about how your dad got you started as an entrepreneur? and tapped into that for you? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, my, I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family. And so for me, uh, that just seemed like the natural thing to do. You would start a business. And so my father built the largest women's clothing chain in the United States. And starting... Uh, with my grandfather had one store in 1955 in Kansas City, and then they moved the operation to Tulsa, Oklahoma, where I was born, and grew it, you know, from one store to over 50. And so I used to just go, you know, hang on to, you know, follow my dad around and, and just watch him. It wasn't anything specifically that he told me, this is how you run a business, but just his energy, his passion, his excitement, never heard him complain once and he worked very hard he loved it and so to me that showed me that if you want something go make it happen go go create it yourself and so i started my first business in college i did personalized poetry for for (laughs) birthdays and anniversaries (laughs) i was making 25 dollars i was like okay there's that so Come a little further from that. Yeah, absolutely. That. What um, would you mind telling the audience a little bit about you know some of those ten businesses that you started and how you possibly have scaled them to where they are now? Also, just oh, actually, let me backtrack just a little bit. Your dad told you something um, when you were starting your business that um, stuck with you, and would you mind telling the audience what that was? Yeah. So uh, I, I believe what you're telling the story I shared when I was with in the car with him. Yes. Yeah, so I was 12 years old, and he said, Allie, do you know how to start a business? And I'm like, Dad, I'm 12. No, I do not know how to start a business. Um, And he pulled out a business card, and he goes, you just print a business card, and you're in business. And really, obviously, there's a lot more to it than that. But really, it's making the decision and just going for it. You know, I think so many times business owners feel like they have to have it all together and perfect. Right. Like they have to have the right plan and just the right amount of money and the 
exact funnel and it's just that's not what business is business is kind of about being a renegade and just putting yourself out there and i i call it building the plane while you fly it like actually selling it and putting it together at the same time right so ultimately it comes down to having an idea and believing in it and putting yourself behind it 100 percent being uh, relentlessly persistent. Right, exactly. Wow. <laughs> so, so you've just built... like you do in exercise, right? Like you can't go halfway. Right. Um, or you don't see results. Now, you've been able to scale 10 different businesses. Um, that's something that's really important for me as a business owner who I've been in the trenches for 15 years now running my own business. And, uh, you know, now I'm in it, you know, 10, 12 years into it where I finally have been able to scale somewhat. I'm still something I'm actively learning. Um, But that's something I really want to dive into because that's really important to me as a business owner. Now I have a schedule that I absolutely love and but it's it took me 10 plus years to get there. So if we could shorten the learning curve for some of these business owners that are out there, fitness business owners that are grinding every day, working split shifts like most of us do 12, 14 hour days, keeping our clients fit and having to keep a bubbly personality and keep clients happy. If you can teach us how to shorten that learning curve, it would be greatly appreciated. Absolutely. Well, you know, you, you got to start somewhere, right? And so you're in the fitness business, you're out there, you're working, you're motivating and inspiring your clients, which is super important. And it's very rewarding when you're right firsthand and you see someone that comes in you know, and then the involvement of their success and their fitness and how that impacts them. But there's a point where there's no more hours in your day. You have hit a wall. You have no more bandwidth left. And sometimes you just don't even enjoy it anymore because your business becomes a job. And so you, this is where it's time for you to scale. And so instead of one-to-one, you've got to go one-to-many. And um, so I'll give you an example in my own business that I have now, which is Pinnacle Global Network, which is our private mentoring and mastermind. We work with business owners all over the world in all different industries. And so in the beginning, it was just me, one-to-one, same kind of thing. But I knew if I was going to help a lot of people that I needed to create a lot of mini-me's. And, um, and so I have now eight uh, business mentors mm-hmm. who are CEOs, have run their own companies. So, you know, you want to make sure you have people that you can trust, you know, that are going to show up right. like you. And so I can sleep at night. I know our clients are super well taken care of. Um, and I think it's, this is the challenging part is letting go. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I can definitely attest to that. You don't think that yeah. from when you're in the trenches and you're doing it every day, you don't think anybody can match your skills and bring to the table what you bring to the table. So that's something as a business owner that it's really hard to get over. It is. And you know, it's really our ego that's in the way because it's, it's, it's not true. The truth is that your clients want to be taken care of. They want their, you know, questions answered. They want that support. They're used to you, and people have a hard time with change. But I promise you, if they're well taken care of, and they, they understand your mission, and they understand that you're there to change the world and really help as many people get fit as you can, um, then and that your 
um, your wisdom is being infused through these people, yeah. uh, then, you know, they will be fine. And I honestly, I don't think we've, we lost any clients from me, you know, making that transition over the years. I mean, sometimes right. clients move on and that mm-hmm. just happens, but, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's awesome and, and you can do this. And so there's a, a variety of number of ways to scale. That's not the only way right. you could buy another, you could buy a gym, you know, you can franchise, you can create products, um, right. digital products, fitness products, supplements, you know, anything mm-hmm. that is another revenue stream that your customer is going to buy somewhere else. Right. Might right. as well keep it under the same roof. So you've got it. What happens is once you hit the wall, it's not about it's not about working harder. It's about the strategy. It's like what is going to get me from here to there the fastest. Right. And how can I, you know, how can I take those bigger leaps? So there's, you know, many. You could create a certification program. You know, there's just a lot of ways to look at it, but don't get stuck in habit and think that this is the only way I can do it. Right, and I think just like you touched on it, you think that you're going to lose a lot of business when you start, you know, bringing in somebody else that you start transitioning some of your clients to to free up some of your time so you can focus on revenue producing activities and not being one on one or one to three per client. And so mentally you think as a business owner, you're going to lose, start losing clients because you're not the one servicing them. And ultimately it's just not true. It's not true, but here's something that's super important. You've got to be smart about it. Don't, you know, you want to make sure that the people that you bring on, you know, and I, I think I hired one and then I hired, and, and I'll just tell you what happened. I, I remember I hired one and I had this one coach that was working with many of my clients and one day she up, said, I'm quitting. And if you can imagine, I was like, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> right. And so I said, that's it. I will never put all my eggs in one basket. So then I hired four at the same time. Mm. So, you know, and now we have eight. Right. Um, and so it, and the other thing is you want to make sure that whoever you bring on is represents your brand, not their brand. Yeah. Your brand, whatever that is, what your vision, what your your values are, you know, and that they're speaking as part of your team, you know, and then people actually feel feel more taken care of than just you. It's like we're the team. We're right. your fitness team. So when you bring on somebody, but having them buy into what it is you, you have for your vision, for your business and what your business stands for so that they are just an extension of who you are. Exactly. Exactly. And the thing is, is that a lot of people don't want to build their a big business. You know, there's a lot of people in the fitness business. They want to be part of the team. They want to have that fun and connection and culture. And they, you know, get lonely just going and seeing people at houses and doing right. it by themselves. So, Absolutely. You know, so there's you've got to sell that part to these people that, you know, because you know, like I have great people on my team mm-hmm. and they could go do their own thing, but they really like to have that camaraderie. 
Right. And I think that's probably another fear that a lot of business owners have is that they're going to bring somebody in, teach them their systems, bring them up in their culture, and then have that person take off with their clients. And that is an absolute possibility. But ultimately, um, if that person is with your business for a long period of time, they help you grow and build. It's still a learning process that you and then you just bring in somebody else. Right. Exactly. And, you know, yes, those things can happen. But, you know, you want to be really clear when you're hiring Take the time. There's a saying, hire slowly, fire fast. Right. Get to know them, really get to know their values, you know, and their history. Maybe you do a test before you actually fully bring them on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if something doesn't feel right, again, hire slowly, fire fast. Right. Don't keep a negative uh, person or someone that's dishonest on your team just because you're afraid, you know, you don't know who's going to be training them. You, you right. do not want that energy around. And, you know, I, I trust my team implicitly. So, right. but, you know, and then you stay connected to your team. Like we do a meeting every Wednesday for two hours and we've been doing that for like the last three years. So it's virtual. We do it. We do it on Zoom, but we okay. do not miss. So it's not just handing your business away. Now you're training the trainer. Right, and you're constantly me- mentor company. mentoring them as well. Yeah, you're mentoring them. You're talking about clients and challenges and how. What are some strategies to help them and. Right. I also like what you said about not putting all of your eggs in one basket and scaling your business through adding product extensions. I think a lot of personal trainers um, know that they should be doing that, but yet they get so caught up in the day-to-day training that maybe they don't think they have the time to implement some sort of nutritional um, supplement strategy or um, add online coaching, all of these different little things that personal trainers can do to help scale their business and add revenue um, to the bottom line. The thing is, is that your clients are going to spend it somewhere else. So they would prefer to spend it with you. They already trust you. Right, exactly. Yeah, if you're going to handle their nutrition and, and, you know, then you're going to give them a holistic approach with their nutrition, their their mindset, their supplements, you know, their active wear. I don't know. There's a lot of different (laughs) directions you could go. And why not be full service? Exactly. Because they already know, like, and trust you. You, you already have that um, trust with them. You can add additional services that will, again, increase what you can make as far as your revenue is concerned. Absolutely. And ultimately, your clients want to give back to you if you're doing a good job. They know that they're providing for you and your business, and, and they want you to stay in business. So, Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I was telling you I've had my fitness trainer for... 20 years. Yeah, that's awesome. He's, he's obviously longest, done a good job. <laughs> longest male relationship of my entire life. He that's has been cool. with me. I'm married now, but he's been with me through the, all the ups and downs of, you know, raising a, a daughter, you know, lots of yeah. relationships that didn't work out. So, you know, it's, uh, it's just been, I'm such a huge believer uh, in, in fitness and um, and I want him to succeed. Exactly. And so when he raises his prices, I'm like, you know what? You deserve it. 
Right. Yeah, and absolutely. I think that's true. A lot of personal trainers are afraid to raise in prices. I've had clients that I've had for 10 plus years that just give me a raise every year because they know, hey, it costs more to stay in business. So, um, mm-hmm. But ultimately, if you're providing a good service and you're giving clients value, you should be comfortable with charging what you're worth. Definitely. Otherwise, people will not value you as much. So, so- We've touched on two different ways on scaling. We've touched on adding uh, additional product lines, and then we've also touched on adding additional staff. Are there any other ways that fitness business owners can additionally scale their business? Yeah, like I was mentioning earlier, you can buy uh, another fitness company. And I know for some of you that might think like, wow, I don't have the money to do that. You'd be surprised. There are a lot of people that are, they have a good database. They have a good book of clients. They're just tired. They want to move on. Um, They're moving or whatever it is. And so they may be ready to just hand it over or you could finance it with zero down. Uh, But, you know, you have a good book of business. I just um, was talking to one of my clients last night who has a a pet store in Chicago, and she's got two people bidding on on her business. So, you know, it's um, that is one that's a way to scale quickly. You know, um, and so that's one strategy that people do. Some some companies, that's all they do. So it could be a real mom and pop um, operation that uh, that could, you know, take you to a whole another level fast in your business. Um, The other thing is uh, like creating that uh, recurring revenue. Right. uh, And. it's, you know, the evaluation of your company. I know Roland talked about this at, at yeah. Vincent's event. And is, you know, when someone is looking at the value of your company, at some day you want to sell it, five years, ten years, if you have recurring revenue that people pay a membership fee, even if it's, you know, nine ninety five the value of your business goes way up because it's not just the value of what you're bringing in now. They see what can come in the future. Right. So So ultimately there are several ways that a fitness business owner can look at their business and scale it to either adding employees and adding, um, teaching them their system, adding product lines, or ultimately if they want to purchasing other um, gyms that are going out of business or just looking to sell because or franchise, you could franchise. Um, you can expand to other locations. Just you know, once you have that system, you just replicate it in other cities. Figure out what your best demographic is. Mm-hmm. But franchising is a way to explode quickly. In fact, um, uh, the founder of Orange Theory, mm-hmm. uh, Ellen Latham. She's going to be the keynote at my event in January in San oh, Diego, awesome. the 18th through the 20th. And, um, and so they've got 900 franchises. And she was fired from her job and, you know, created this, her signature process with that orange right. theory and just ran with it. So really had no business experience. So you guys can do the same thing. Absolutely. And so when was that event that you're holding? That one is January 18th to the 20th in San Diego. And where can the audience learn more information about that? Yeah, so um, we're about to get that site up, but you can just email us directly at support at allisonmaslin.com. 
And, um, and then I also have a, a free training, a free video training that uh, you all can get. And um, this is on scaling your business. And it's a really powerful training. You just go to allisonmaslin.com forward slash CEO. Awesome. I will definitely include those in the podcast show notes. Um, on, on top of all of this, you also have a new book that's coming out as well, correct? I do. I do. In fact, you can get the pre-sale right now on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, I believe. Uh, it's called Scale or Fail, How to Build Your Dream Team, Explode Your Growth, and Let Your Business Soar. And what are some of the key information you can give the audience that they can pull from this book without giving them too much? So the book really outlines my scale it method, which is um, an acronym scale is strategic vision, cash flow, alliance of the team, leadership and execution. So all of those things need to happen when you're when you're scaling your company. And it's everything we've been talking about, but I give you the exact steps to follow and also the five phases that you need to go to, which I taught at Vince's event, mm -hmm. of building a company that runs itself. So you didn't get into business to work 24-7. Right. My guess is that you would like a little time off. So I actually teach you what, you know, there's five phases to where you begin to build your team and your systems around you so that ultimately you could go away for a month and your business continues to grow. Right, which is what your ultimate goal should be. You know, you didn't, like you said, you didn't get in business to work 24 hours a day. And even personal trainers deserve a vacation. I know for a lot of us um, who work and run our own businesses, you know, probably haven't taken a two-week vacation ever. Um, so that's ultimately what you should be striving for within your business. Definitely. Because the thing is, you need to have money continually coming in when you do go on that vacation. And that's a lot of times why people don't leave. It's like, well, if I leave, there's no money coming in right. and I pay my bills. So we need to get you beyond that. Um, and so that you can go knowing that you're business continues to grow. There are people at the helm to support right. you and it can be done. And that's what I teach in scale or fail. Awesome. Right. Now, um, for the personal training business owner, fitness business owner who has some fear based around making changes to their business, what is like the number one golden nugget you can give them to overcome that fear and push past it and ultimately build the, their dream business? You know, I think it's kind of a metaphor that in, in fitness, right? So uh, you could have the client that comes in that says, oh, that's too hard and, you know, this, uh, that hurts and I'm sore and, you know, I, don't I can't run that extra five minutes on the treadmill or you're making this too hard. So what, is that, what happens to that client? Nothing. They stay right. stuck. They stay in their comfort zone, mm -hmm. which is fine, but if you want mediocrity, and I don't think that's why you got into business. So I would say is be willing to scare yourself. The breakthrough happens at the edge of your limit where you are like, oh my God, this is so frightening. Right. And be willing to, to go there. 
And even when you don't know what you're doing, or you know, and this is where they they need you got to get support, get yeah. get a coach, get someone that's mentoring you. Absolutely. Um, but the time that it's the scariest, know that you are on the right path, and you just keep walking forward. You put your head towards that dream, and you don't let anyone tell you it can't be done. Ultimately, that is the big knowledge bomb, golden nugget. That was huge. I hope you guys absorbed that. If you're not moving forward in your business, you're moving backwards. So keep pushing the envelope and moving forward. So, hey, Allison, how can the audience uh, connect with you, learn more about you, what you have to offer as far as uh, business, your business is concerned? Yeah, well, I would say go jump on and get that free training. Um, and, you know, if you go to alisonmaslin.com, you can see everything about me, my team, um, and, and what we offer. But if you want the, the free training, it's alisonmaslin.com forward slash CEO. Awesome. I'm going to definitely include those in the show notes for you guys to go and get. I would highly recommend hopping on that. And I would also recommend um, purchasing her book on the pre-order um, because I'm sure just like she dropped knowledge on here, you're going to get all those steps one uh, that you need to scale your business and ultimately grow and increase your revenue. Allison, I want to thank you for your time and all the valuable uh, content you dropped on the audience. Oh, this is so much fun. I so believe in what you're doing. So thank you very much for having me. Thanks, Allison. I appreciate you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Fit Pro Business Podcast with your host, Andy Salazar. Don't forget to visit fitprobusiness.com to receive your free business building video series.